Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Menu. 2023 National Restaurant Association show. I am at the coolest fucking booth <laughs> in the entire place. Ooh, love it. Spicy language. Spicy that means language. Yeah, Spicy language. Good, right? I'm in a Sunday speakeasy. Like that. Yeah, you are in a speakeasy. It's Brendan great. Sweeney, Tony Roy, co-founders of Pop Menu. Uh, you guys have a special place in my heart because last year was the first time I brought my barbecue media team to the show. You guys were the first content activation. Oh. You believe in the internet. This show is about internet belief, internet storytelling. We talk about the the intersection of four things, four C's, content, commerce, communication, and community. All of those things converge on one device, the smartphone, and you guys are bringing restaurants into the digital age. Give the audience who doesn't know about Pop Menu the elevator pitch. Awesome. Hey, thanks for that intro, by the way. And uh, that was fun last year. Lots of fun. My favorite part was a guy walked behind us eating a hot dog <laughs> while, we were, while we were being interviewed. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being there on Speakeasy. Thanks for having us. Um, Pop Menu is, I mean, it, it grows every year, what we're trying to do to help restaurants. But really what it comes down to is the digital world is, is crazy. It's complex. It, it's very hard to manage even for people who are really into tech and really into digital. Um, and we know that if you got into hospitality, that's probably not your number one, you know, um, strength. And, and so we're all about helping restaurants navigate the digital world grow their business um, while giving them simplicity and control back that really the internet's taken from a lot of them because so much for so long has been controlled by, wholly controlled by third party platforms, whether it's discovering your next dining destination or it's ordering, what have you. And that's fine. We don't think, you know, there's anything wrong with third party. It's just there should be first party tools to balance it out. And so it's kind of a Shopify versus, versus Amazon approach. And so, um, that's what we do. We've been doing it for six and a half years. We work with 11, 12,000 restaurants. Most of them wow. are single location, but many national groups, regional groups. Um, and we just uh, love what we're doing. And we love uh, what we're here to share is kind of, it's not full circle because you're never done, but we're bringing together a lot of elements that, that have been building for the six and a half years we've been running the business. And so we're super excited to bring those elements here in, in some new product uh, this year. It's awesome. Tony? I Tell me. He did pretty good. Tell me. Yeah. Okay. Give, a, give us the, 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 the other side because there's always a yin and a yang. Well, what I tell, well, I'll tell you what I tell a restaurant owner. Tell is, me what you tell them. And this is what typically most people are using, right? They're using eight, ten different tools or contractors to manage that digital footprint. Yep. It's becoming more complex. It's becoming more important, more critical, some would say, to, to a restaurant's success in this new world. And I always say, hey, do you want to manage eight or ten tools and contractors that don't talk to each other? Don't give you economies of scale. Don't necessarily optimize you for Google, which is the number one place Brendan starts his activity. And do you want to spend two, $3,000 a month? Or do you want to have an all-in-one platform that consolidates, gives you time back in the day, gives you better insights about the consumer so your remarketing is on point and ultimately I get him back eight times a year instead of two? That's a pretty easy answer to that question. Hey, I'll take option number two, right? And so what we've done is build upon that. Like Brendan said, we started out with the menu. And then we've continued to expand on that. The AI component we've been working on for a couple of years. We've yep. actually been using AI for wow. a couple of years. Yeah. And the latest feature is just another example of us innovating, we believe, much faster than other people. So let's break it down for the audience. I know we've got a very intelligent audience, yep. but when I come to technology shows, we're in the tech, technically tech pavilion, AI is artificial intelligence. Why does that matter to restaurants? I think one of the biggest things, I mean, 
why have we used it for for multiple years um, <clears throat> already? You know, and, and and why is it accelerating now with, yep. with ChatGPT and and these other tools that just make it more accessible, more scalable? The the number one answer is uh, we don't have enough people to do everything we need done in restaurants, yep. and and that includes marketing. I mean, we are in touch with our client base uh, and other restaurants all the time. Asking things like, you know, if you if you had if you had a magic wand and you can make one person appear to do one thing, what would it be? More than half of those people said marketing. Yeah. Um, and so it is something that's difficult. More than half. More I'm than sure. half. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's they were even saying things like, you know, compared to like a line chef and things like that. So, but as hard as it is to find people to do the operations of a restaurant, marketing is, is also super hard. Um, technology makes it more efficient. AI is the most efficient version of that technology, and so. It expresses itself in different ways. One of them, uh, which we kind of launched here last year, but really has been going for a year and a half, is our AI-based phone answering. Okay. One of the toughest problems for restaurants. We hate answering the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, we hate it. You can't. You, can't, you just can't answer the phone. <clears throat> Even if you have the people. I met with Does an Amazon owner. answer the phone? Does Amazon they've answer never, the phone? They've never yeah. answered my call. I don't call even know they have a phone call. number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I met with a client who was like, uh, I have all phone calls routed to my mobile phone because I don't trust the AMI staff to, no to answer it correctly. Come on, yeah, she's the owner. Come on, and she's like, stop I can't, it. I can't get <laughs> I can't get the team to answer it the way I want, so I do it. And so I'm sitting by the pool answering questions. No. Well, but the reality is, most most phone calls to restaurants do not get picked up. Yes. Um, and those phone calls are all opportunities. And so, uh, and and we've talked. The biggest hump for restaurateurs is I don't want a robot talking to people. Yeah. And it's like, no, of course, you prefer a person. You can give real hospitality that way. But if you can't have them, and you can't because paying someone and increasing wages to just be around to answer the phone doesn't work economically, but also missing the opportunities doesn't work. Um, and so, do people want to talk to a person? Of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the absence of that, they want the information. And so whether it's, you know, do you have availability for a big party on Saturday? Um, you know, what's your parking like? Do you have trivia nights? Um, you know, can I do a private dining event? These are questions people need answers to. And if they call a restaurant and don't get an answer, they go on to the next one. Um, and so AI is, is massive in that because what it can do is look at entire massive data sets, which we have. So for every restaurant we have that's, that's online with us, we have all of their menu information. We have all of their offers, events, um, their location, like like everything. And so for us, AI can say, okay, there's an inbound query. Someone's yeah. asking a question. Bang it against all of that data that we have and say, what's the right answer? And then boom, deliver it back to them in, in, in a short, quick you know, experience. Um, so that's a, an example of why AI is such a no-brainer because it can, it can do so many things so quickly. Um, and so we started off, we actually started off with, <clears throat> sorry, I'm having a little, <laughs> little thing, just too much talking here. It's a speakeasy. Here. Yeah, it's it's a speakeasy. That's it. It's very smoky in here. It's very smoky in the speakeasy. Um, we we actually started using AI to tell our clients whether or not to accept or reject a, a review that came through to them through Pop. Wow. So we were doing sentiment analysis in eighteen or nineteen, I think, um, and and so that's a very basic kind of novel, you know, um, approach. But then we started doing the phone, uh, the AI-based phone answering, and that's a real time saver, cost saver, opportunity capturer. Um, and so you start to see, okay, it goes from being novel to being really seriously useful. And we've yeah. answered more than 2 million calls, uh, right around 2 million That's calls amazing. through it and saved so many people so much time um, getting answers uh, given to consumers correctly while not using up a, a valuable team member's time. 
Um, and now where we're progressing with it is these, these content generation tools are just useful in, it is one of the hardest things for restaurants. Yep. Hey, sit down, tell everybody about your offer. Okay, what am I going to say about Taco Tuesday? Yes. You know? Correct. I don't know why. That's been my example over and over because everyone does a Taco Wing Tuesday. Wednesday? <clears throat> Wing Wednesday. <laughs> what am I going to say? You freeze at the thing. Yeah. So the, the chat GPT makes it easy to get the content written. Yep. So, so, okay, that's part one. You get a bunch of content written, whether it's email, social, the website, whatever it is. Thank you. Um, but what's great for us since we've been using AI for a long time and since our platform is so data rich, we actually have all of these unique points of data we can use to, to make a much richer, less generic experience off of ChatGPT. And now we're starting to do things like um, completely create social posts. Oh, you added an, wow. an LTO, you added a, a dish, you added an event. We automatically made a post for you. Just, just check it and review it or send it. Um, and now it's going into, we're actually building complete marketing calendars for people. That's really cool. And so, boom, in a click, this is what we're you know, announcing here and, and we're sharing uh, what it looks like and signing people up it's early for It's breaking news? It's breaking news. It's breaking news. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, this, when I said it's kind of full circle, it's like this is what we've been working towards forever uh, since we started the business is we're just gonna take all of the thinking about marketing and we're just gonna execute it for you and then you can go through and say, okay, that's my month of posts. That's my month of social posts and email and, and text. Um, review them, approve them, or just leave them and let them fly and get on with your life. Yeah. And so you can approve a whole month uh, worth of marketing in five or 10 minutes and then go do the thing that you, you love to do in hospitality. So long, 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 long <laughs> answer about a AI, but from the basic applications we started with a few years ago to really like, yeah replace if you are not able to find or hire a marketing you know consultant all of a sudden this system is going to be doing so much for you and making your life easier while still engaging the market i'll stop talking now <laughs> i think one of the coolest things for me is meeting you guys last year learning about what you were building seeing what you had already built talking to you tony how excited you guys were for this phone answering for this yeah. ai the restaurant groups that were literally as we're talking, coming to the booth, and you're yeah. like, dude, I gotta go and talk yeah. to this restaurant group yeah. because they understand how powerful it is. Yeah. You know, it's these light bulbs that switch in these, whether you're a single unit or whether you're multi-unit, yeah. where you go, we need to look at our entire stack and we need to simplify it. Yeah. We need to have the best partners in this internet race yeah. so that we can literally do what we do best, which is take care of people yeah. with hospitality. Mm -hmm. see, I, I say all the time, I think there's a lot of people out there that have good intentions, but they're pushing a product versus trying to solve the problem, right? Yeah. AI answering is just another example of problem solving. Every call to the business is a transaction is how we describe it, right? Yep. Some of those times it's a qualifying question, right? Hey, do you cook with peanut oil because my friend is allergic? If I can't get a, a definitive answer to that, I assume that you do cook with peanut oil, so I don't ask for the reservation link. I don't ask to place the order. I think people forget about that. So the other thing is if you're in a post-COVID world where labor is never easy in this business, it's certainly gotten even more stressed. The last thing you want to do is stress, take an inexperienced or stressed labor force and take them away from servicing an eight top, providing real hospitality yep. to go answer a question that you're that you close at nine o'clock on Sunday, right? The other thing is you can now handle with AI 300 calls at the same time. So if someone's asking about a future event or a large party or anything like that, or an order, now you don't have to worry about a noise barrier or noise distraction, language barrier. 
They get an online link sent to them where they can see a dynamic menu, featured items, which is your high profit item, by the way. So AI is just another example of solving the problem. I, my short answer to Brennan's would be that it just gives them a lot of time yes. to focus on actually running the business. As he mentioned at the beginning, most restaurateurs didn't get into this business because they love technology. They want to yep. go write code. And <laughs> as much as they would like to write a pretty email, they just don't have the time. Yep. So anything you can do to accelerate that and make it easy for them is putting them in a better spot. Can you guys talk about the journey? Because we're here, National Restaurant Association show, you guys have this absolutely incredible booth. Thank you. You're on Deloitte's list, you're on Fast Company's list. Literally, I'm not making this story up, I was at the Uber Eats booth yesterday talking <laughs> to a product manager, Brandy, from Uber Direct, and I'm sitting there talking about, oh yeah, we love what Pop Menu's doing, is what comes out of my mouth. And they go, we want to speak to the guys at Pop Menu. And you guys literally, like, it was like on cue. <laughs> yeah. I literally we couldn't appreciate that. But yeah. that's Uber yeah. knowing about you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. from where you were to where you are now, yeah. how does it feel? Yeah. And how does uh, it happen? Uh, What's the secret sauce? Right, right. Uh, feels good. Because we're looking down good. at all the other booths. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right, right. But, but it, you know, it, take, it takes a yeah. team. And I know you guys have oh, an yeah. absolutely incredible team downstairs. And the people that I've interacted with in the last year. And more importantly, the restaurants that have told me about Pop Menu, awesome. about the things that they're doing and the things that you've helped them do. It's exciting. That's awesome. Uh, it is exciting. And, and thanks. Yeah, it does feel good. Um, just to know that we are, we're doing our part. Like, we... It's not bullshit. We we care. We want we want to help restaurateurs. So eighty percent of our of our business is single locations. You know, yep. a lot of mom and pop, a lot of people who are just like, I'm I'm really good at hospitality. This other stuff is crazy to me and difficult. Yep. And we love helping them, and we love you know we love building technology, but we love also helping them understand. Hey, here are things we learned from other businesses that you can apply here, and and make your business better. Um, and so I feel like. What it comes down to to start with is we have the right intentions. We we really want to help. Like we really want to build things that are useful, and and we really want to help restaurants be better businesses. Um, and so part one is we're we're doing it for the right reasons. Yep. You know, none of us got into this and said let's go try to become billionaires by ripping off in restaurants. You know, we just we just said let's build a product that that helps and and price it as you know uh, uh, the most fair way we can so we can run a business and continue to deliver it more and more and. And then, and then the, the other part of it is we're really, really close with our clients. And so we have in our product team, we have two people whose full-time job is organizing uh, customer discovery sessions every single day. Wow. And so whether we're running through a prototype, whether we're running through a test, you know, like a, uh, anyway, like a, like a test to try to get them to uncover mm -hmm. different things, um, just general feedback, uh, on-site feedback. We are every single day scheduling sessions with clients um, to make sure we're sticking with them and, and that we're working on the problems that, that um, you know, that are the biggest struggle points for them. That's number one. It, you know, it's just, well, the intentions, I said it was number one, but, but really if you're not staying close with your, with your clients and if you're not really living it with them, yep. it's very difficult to build the right thing. Um, and then the team. I mean, we just, we have a team that all buys in and, and the people who work at Pop Menu are the most passionate when we hear from a client that we help them, you know, that, that we, we've heard from clients that they wouldn't have made it through COVID without us. You know, we, we've, we've had like real personal stories where we helped them through when there were, you know, um, when there were health issues and, and family issues, things like that. Like that's, I've never had that in a job before. None of yeah. us, none of us have. It's, it's, it's really, it pulls us in and it just builds our empathy for, for restaurant owners. And we also feel like um, we're a hammer for them. 
It's like take, take some control back, take some simplicity back, you know, take some control over your cost back by getting a tool that, that you can use to tell your story digitally. So I think all of that is, is why we've, you know, staked out a bit of a place in the industry and we continue to build it. And, and also, uh, I'm loving that, uh, I was mentioning to you before we, before we started rolling that it's been cool to see, even just one day into the show, yeah. there just seems to be so much more discussion and collaboration between various players here. You know, we're in booths with other people, they're coming to us, hey, we've, we've nibbled around on a partnership or an integration or whatever just over, you know, over Zoom, but here we are in person yep. talking more. I feel like there's a real energy towards um, all of us. I think there's a real energy towards uh, improving the industry for, for restaurants, and that's super cool to see. Yeah, I think when I, you know, what you were saying, what you guys were telling me before, we always say a rising tide lifts all leaderships, and the fact that you guys, mm. both co-founders are here, boots on the ground, showing your team how much you believe in it, showing the customers, having those customer conversations, it's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful because we can't take anything for granted. I mean, how far yeah. were the conversations, like seven years ago versus what yeah. we're talking about today? What, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> and a lot of stuff keeps up. A lot of, we literally started in our, in our garage, in our back <laughs> office kind of garage in, in uh, back in the day. So first of all, it's humbling to, to be where we are now. Uh, what keeps me up at night is just trying to understand, think ahead of what, and he's the product guy, so he can talk more about that. But uh, what keeps me up at night is I wish that everybody was candid with restaurateurs in an yeah. effort to help them, right? I think what we find is that for decades they've been in some ways abused by technology companies, right? They've been sold something that didn't wasn't a great fit, wasn't focused on really solving the core issue. Not that that company may Are you have telling me that digits. Web 1.0 companies, they're not boots I'm on the ground that, and the founders aren't here at the National Restaurant? Is that, is that what you're I'm telling me? I'm saying that a Because I haven't seen any of them. I don't even know who they are. It's not helping you. <laughs> a lot of products know? that we used in 2008 when we yeah. opened up our restaurant, I don't know who runs them. I don't know anybody well, it, from their teams. In, in, in but like COVID, the companies we work yeah. with now are companies like you guys that like yeah. we have a relationship with all the departments and you yeah. care. You care about yeah. our feedback. You care about how do you make this thing better? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, we we train our team when they're out there consulting is like, hey, there's there's powerful power in being candid. And yes. what that means is don't make false promises about what we can't do and, and don't avoid calling out an opportunity when you know the customer's doing something that's not going to help them. Yep. The customer's either going to understand and believe you and respect that or they're not. And if they don't, there's no problem. We'll move on to the next one and help them. But um, for me, it's just... Uh, Realizing like every day we have to go out there and, and prove to restaurants that they don't have to be abused anymore. They can trust us. Yeah, you know, that's the I think about that every day, and just and just talent in general, right? At talent our company, recruiting talent. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're we're where we are because we have great people, and so you're always looking to upgrade the talent as you expand the team, as you develop new products, as you open new markets, and so I think internally I always think about that as a leader. And I just think about um, both. I mean, what you know? We'll have investors say that. Like, what, what keeps you up at night, or, or you guys? What are you guys? <laughs> you guys keep us yeah. up. That's yeah. right. Fair that's, that's, yeah. that's about as candid as you can get, right there. Um, you know what we say to all of them is like all the shit we just went through. Like, yeah. I, I think what's interesting, you know, company, our company, companies like us, restaurateurs, we've just been through chaos like for for three years, you know, and everyone's just trying to deal with these waves of macro insanity from from the lockdowns to um, labor you know shortage to supply chain stuff to inflation um, we've built so much resilience all of us restaurants yep. 
restaurant tech companies, the industry, built so much resilience through that. It's like, I mean, the things the things that keep me up at night are things that would keep anybody up at night. It's like, uh, you know, macro war, yep. stuff like that. Um, things we can't control? Things we can't control. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but I think yeah. that also... That, that speaks to the opportunity that's in this space, both for restaurants and for the you know companies like us that that provide for them is the opportunity is still so massive. Yeah. It's still so huge. I mean, it, every year, this is our sixth year. Um, our, How many shows do you guys do a year? Uh, not that many. Not that not many. That many. Why, I, why do you prioritize this show? For me, it's the community and education piece of this. Like, it's not necessarily about let's go, let's go. I mean, of course, we want to get as many clients as we yeah. can. That makes it. That makes, makes the economics work, work. <laughs> um, but we do speaking here. Yep. You know, every time um, we do a lot of media here, we get to release new product information. I just feel like it's that cornerstone event. You know, for the industry, there's a lot of great events out there, and we have people at them. But th this one, we make it a real point of let's be in and let's yep. support the event. Let's let's do our our speaking engagements. Um, let's meet as many partners as possible. Um, and that's that's a lot of it, right? The credibility that it establishes in the market. Yep. A lot of large partnerships came to us as a result of our yeah. experience last year. Yep. And um, obviously, you get to interact with a lot of clients. You get opportunity to hear their questions, things they're thinking about, and make yep. sure that it's aligned with what we're thinking about. Yeah. Um, so all, all in all, it's for all those reasons. And just to close the loop on that, uh, what keeps me up at night? Like, there's all this stuff we can't control. That those are the only things. Like, I don't think there's there's much that that we don't think we could figure out a way around. Yeah. I think the thing that we think about the most is how do we deliver the most value possible to restaurants? And, and now a big thing we've invested in the last six months is how do we make sure they know that we're delivering this value? We've talked to, we talked to here, one of the biggest restaurant groups in the world last year and a senior leader who, who, who runs a huge chunk of that group. He goes, hey, listen, can you help me answer a question? We have all of these extremely smart, extremely high paid marketing professionals yeah. and they can't tell me a damn thing about what our spend is doing. Yes. And I'm like, that is, that's the biggest, one of the biggest groups in the world. And of course, down to single location, sure. you know, coffee shops, boba tea, everything. People are like, what is my money doing? Um, and so we have spent a ton of time in, in reflecting back to our client. We've been developing features that tell, hey, here's what that text did. Yep. Here's how many orders it generated. Um, here's how many, you know, directly, here's how many we infer that it generated. Um, same with email, rolling it all up. So making sure they understand the value we're driving is the thing that keeps me up at night. It's like, I know we're driving it. Yep. I, I know from organic search all the way through to, to repeat orders, we're driving value. Making that something that's digestible and understandable for a restaurateur without having to look through a million dashboards is, you know, that's one of the things that we've been super focused on and it's like, it's, it's really critical for us to deliver that to get to the next level. So for those that are listening, let's pretend that you guys are both doing a keynote and you have one product, one thing for the audience to take away, one hook, because I know you're building an all-in-one platform, yeah. but I need one problem that you're gonna solve for the audience that's listening. Tony, go. What's the problem? What do you? How do you spot menu solve it? I want to help you get more clients with less work and less spend. How? I mean, well, by consolidating, by consolidating everything. Can you fix my website. 
What's that? If my website sucks, can Pop Menu fix it? Absolutely. In fact, we should, by the way. <laughs> In fact, if anyone's listening or watching, make sure that he follows up on that. I'm going to follow up. that. You follow In fact, I have an agreement downstairs. I'm, I'm pretty sure I ran through a product yeah. demo saying, do you guys publish content as well? And you go, nobody's asked for blog content, podcast content. Yeah. I'm like, I'm asking. It's yeah. coming right here. We're asking, yeah. we're asking live. We, yeah. It's so happening. They're committed. The, the content media restaurants are coming. Yeah. They're the ones that listen to this show, yeah. and they know that they need to be publishing content because it helps with search, it helps with discoverability, it helps with marketing. Yeah. Totally, there's well, a direct correlation. There's a direct correlation between See, that. That's why you guys listen to the show. Those right. impressions totally. and getting transactions, yep. right? Um, that's uh, if a restaurant is thinking about how they improve, you're going to have to use smart technology to manage through what will be forever ongoing challenges that the market presents you, whether it's yep. COVID, whether it's inflation, or other things. So. Can a restaurant afford to not be focused 100% on providing a great guest experience? Our job is to get more people into the door, into the transaction path, yep. allow you to learn about them without having to do anything. And in fact, we're gonna actually do a lot of actions for you. And the ones that we aren't, we're at least gonna prompt you to take that action so that you can spend time actually servicing the clients. We're gonna get them there. Your job kicks in with service, with food quality, yep. et cetera. Our job kicks back in because now we've learned so much about Sean. We're gonna remarket so that Brendan doesn't have to worry about it. And again, Sean comes back now eight times. I love so. it. Mm, that and was you. tasty. That sounded really good. I felt good. How I many, felt pro good delivering. How many products do you guys have? Um, Officially. So, so, it's funny. so if we said features, <laughs> features, not okay. okay, features from, from the beginning. How many bells and whistles? Uh, a billion. <laughs> a billion <laughs> bells and whistles. I, I, the, the, the thing is, like we um, solve my problem. The person that's sitting here. Solve my problem. So, so this he is solved, he totally actually solved my problem live. From, from, <laughs> live on the podcast. From, from the beginning, we were like, we don't want a nickel and dime. And, and there were some core principles, especially for, for single locations yeah. where it's like, hey, when you sign up with us, we're never going to raise your price. We still have people who've been with us six years and we haven't raised awesome. their price ever, but they get all the continuous innovation yep. that we keep building in. Um, that's just a commitment we made you know, to, to, to them. And I, we buy software too. I can't stand getting nickel and dime. Yep. So we don't charge for every single thing. It's like our, um, the, the, the way we keep you engaged is we just keep giving you more and more and more features and more and more improvement on the platform while your while your price stays the same. We've got four or five different product levels. Um, but I think you know my thing I would pick is the core platform itself, our pro platform, it does what 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 he just said where it's like it, it just simplifies so much of your how you're approaching the the market, whether it's emailing and texting, um, you know, uh, there, there's just so much in there, social. Google My Business integration, all that stuff, and so the core platform is what is helping people the most. And what's and what the great thing is, like we only had two products for the first three years, and yep. then we've we've added answering, um, we've 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 added a few different things. What we see is clients tend to roll with one for a while and then go, now I'm going to add yep. boost, now I'm going to add answering, and so I like that they're building the belief before they you know, take up more products, but I also like that the more they invest, the more value they, they, they get out of it. So yeah, I have to go with the core product. It just changes so much about how you approach the market. And now it. with all the AI, so what AI is really helping us do is like, make it easier to even utilize our platform where it's, I know you want to do a social yep. post. I know you don't want to write it. So we wrote it for you. We saw that you had this event. We wrote a you social post. You post it? They post it. They post I'm it. I'm not doing it auto. That's <laughs> good. You're a smart man. No, no. I wouldn't post it either. And we'll give you a demo, but you, you basically, <laughs> we'll, demo, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, hey, there's a there's an event. We yeah. created a post. 
You can go that's and, the hard work. You can the go hard, and tweak that's the, the tone. hard work. Yes. You can say I want it to be friendlier or I want it to be this, this, this. You can keep regenerating Plan, the copy. Plan, produce, publish, promote. And yeah. that that happens in one. Plan, minute. produce, publish, promote. You know? Those are the four P's. Yes. Yes. And 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 so we cut down on some you of those. Cut steps. down on some of those yeah, P's. It's like we it. already saw it. Already, your audience is built into the platform, yep. um, and, and they're reachable by email, by by mass email, by smart email, by text, um, by social, um, and now the content is in there too. You know, and so we're just cutting down in each area, you know, more steps you have to take to get the message out, whatever, it's event, an offer, a dish, a chef's menu, whatever it is. I love it. So every single Wednesday, Friday on the social audio app Clubhouse, you can come on stage, you can tell us about your restaurant, tell us about your sales, tell us about your marketing, content creation. We actually have Pop Menu Justin joins us, not all the time, but he does come in. He's done an incredible job on, uh, on Clubhouse. I want to thank you guys for literally being the example. So oh, many you. companies are out here trying to figure out this internet thing, yeah. but very few of them have leaders like you that are putting the work in, Appreciate that are having that. the conversations that matter. Appreciate um, it, yep. Super excited about what you guys are building. What's the best way for somebody that's listening to the show, how can they get a, uh, a pop menu demo? Yep, get.popmenu.com. Ask for Tony. Ask for Tony. He'll give you the demo. <laughs> I like it. And, uh, and he'll get you fired up. He'll get you fired up in the demo. So yeah, I, I would say, yeah, get.popmenu.com. And, we are, we are not a high pressure company. Like for me, it's, we're going to do the best job of telling you what we have and how it'll help. And, and if it's not for you at that time, we're not going to, you know, try to put you in a chokehold yep. <laughs> and get you in. So it's, it's a low pressure, no pressure demo. I will say that as a product person, one of the biggest kicks I get out of this business is when a restaurateur sees the platform for the first time yep. and they get what I call, oh shit face. The oh shit moment. You know when they we go, oh shit. We talk about the oh shit, shit moments is, all the time. Yeah, and, and, and it's just more than they than they expect. Yep. And, 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 you know, it's, I've heard so many times, my favorite phrase is, uh, this is exactly what I would have asked for if I knew how to ask for it. And it's like, that is, that is sweet, sweet music to my ears as a, as a product person. Um, but get the demo, see it. If you like it, take it. If you don't, send it back. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we and, appreciate uh, the exposure you're doing for the industry too. I think that's absolutely. helpful. It's been a once in a generational replatforming of the space, yeah. and um, a lot of We're good just is at coming the beginning. out of the craziness. This is like, yeah. It's crazy that you know the, what the internet's 30 years yeah. old, and yeah. we act yeah. like it's been around forever. It hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we're all trying to figure this thing it, out. It's still early, early innings, and yeah. it's hard to understand that. For like, I, I started working at an internet company in 1999. I was like. <laughs> Get this! I have a job on the web. Yeah, right? I'm doing <laughs> super exciting, and there's still so much, so many more ways we can help restaurants. So, and yeah, you are doing a great job Appreciate of that. thought leadership, education. Like this is the big, this is the big push and the big challenge. Well, it's the game within the game. The people that get a yeah. seat at the table that you know for whatever reason couldn't make it to Chicago, come to the show. They can find out who Pop Venue is, what you guys are doing, what digital hospitality is. Like we all have hospitality in our blood. We do yeah. it phenomenal in real life, yeah. but when it comes to digitally, it's like, oh shit, what do you mean? Google, Yelp, selling things. I gotta yeah. be on TikTok, I gotta be on Instagram, I gotta do a social post. Yeah. I need to answer the phone. Like yeah. all of those things <laughs> yeah. keep restaurants up at night awesome. and you guys are help solving those things. Yeah. Awesome. awesome, thank you. So thank you guys. We're going to put links into the show notes. If you want to connect with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. We hope that you make it next year to the National Restaurant Association show. You come to Pop Menu. I can't wait to see what they have next year, but we appreciate you guys. Thank Thanks you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks.